Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of John. John chapter 14. I want to preach a message that's quite relevant to today. John chapter 14. And I want to preach a simple message, a very, very simple message entitled, Peace Through the Pandemic. Peace Through the Pandemic. John chapter 14. As you're turning there, a number of years ago, a submarine was getting tested to, uh, in, in these particular waters and it had to remain underwater, submerged for so many hours. And that when it surfaced, when it was brought back to the port or to the harbor, the, the officer was asked or the captain was asked, hey, how did the uh, terrible storm last night affect you? How did it affect you last night? How did you guys go? How'd, did you guys get any sleep? And the, uh, the officer or the commander looked quite shocked. He looked quite surprised. And he says, we didn't even know there was one. We, we, had, we had no clue there was a storm going on. And then they discovered, this is amazing, they discovered that the submarine was so far beneath the surface, right, that it reached an area known to sailors as the cushion of the sea. That's powerful. That creation preaches a message, that God's creation speaks a message to you and I because that even though the ocean may be whipped into huge waves and high winds, the waters below may never be stirred. And I want to tell you tonight, Jesus, come on, Jesus provides you and I the cushion of life. Can you say amen to that? You know, how many know the world that we're living in is living in fear? People are getting tossed to and fro by the waves of fear, anxiety, this uncertainty, this doubt that is going through the news, the media. The world is restless. I'm telling you that they're without hope. They're trying to survive on top of the crisis. But listen, we as believers in Jesus Christ, you know what? We can remain calm. Can you say amen? We can as we go below the waters of this world and deep into the waters of His Word. Hallelujah. And so I want to take a few moments and preach a message. Peace through the pandemic. John chapter 14, verse 27. Let's hear the words of Jesus regarding the topic of peace. Jesus says this, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give you. Listen to this, let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Wow. What words of hope, hallelujah. What words of comfort does the Savior provide to you and I? That you know what? He gives us this peace that is out of this world. He says peace, not of this world. Peace that is divinely given by Jesus Christ. Amen. When the world is in turmoil, uncertainty, when fear has gripped the world far wider than the virus itself, I want to say, you know what, coronavirus, you can shut down all the pubs. Yes, you can. Amen. You know what, coronavirus, you can shut down the pubs. Come on, you can do that. You know, coronavirus, you can even shut down the sporting arenas. Can I even say, corona, you can even shut down the building of the church, but you can't shut down the believer of Christ. Come on now. You know what? We believe in Jesus that he offers us this peace that surpasses far greater than what the world offers through their opinions, through the material things that cannot seem to offer peace. Can you say amen? 
a peace that flows like a river. Hallelujah. A peace that comes into your heart. Yeah. Jesus is able to give us peace. I love it. Peace that is described in Philippians 4 verse 7. Listen to this. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts will guard your minds through Christ Jesus. Can I tell you, maybe you're watching tonight live stream. I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know what you're facing right now. Your world might be turned upside down, but can I remind you of the one whose hands that hold the world? Amen. I want to remind you tonight. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I do know who holds tomorrow. <laughs> Amen. You know what? Jesus is able to hold you in his hands and we don't have to fear. We don't have to be afraid. Jesus tells us and the Bible tells us in his hands, his hands span the universe. But not only does he have the world in his hands and it's in, all in the, under control. Get, get this. He has your best interest at heart. Amen. Jesus says to his disciples, peace I leave with you. Jesus didn't give them a call to my gift card and say, hey, you've only got a couple of credit on that, my brother. Hey, sis, sorry, you know, it's only got $50 on there. Or, you know, hey, I pray for you. No, no, he didn't give them anything of monetary value. What did he do? Jesus knew his disciples needed something that money cannot buy. Jesus knew that his disciples needed something more than just what the world offers. And he says, hey, I got something better. Hey, I got something for you. Sister, I know this world is under turmoil. Brother, I know you might be going through a job loss right now. Hey, but I got some peace. His disciples needed something that money cannot buy. They needed peace and we need peace can you say amen we need the peace of Jesus Christ but get this David in Psalms 23 we know it so very well he had this resolute contentment this peace in the Lord he says these words that we all love he says the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want in other words he was at this divine peace in the fact that knowing this is important that you need to understand that true contentment or true peace comes from number one, knowing who you are. And number two, knowing who he is. Maybe you're listening tonight and you don't even know who you really are. Maybe you're listening tonight and you're thinking, man, I don't even know who he is. Who is God? And you wonder why you have no peace in your life. You wonder why, man, I, I, I got no peace. I'm restless at night. I can't sleep at night. I can't put my head down and, and have a good night's sleep. Because you have no idea who you are. Because you have no idea who he is. And it's no wonder why people go from relationship to relationship. It's no wonder why people begin to find, uh, you know what, uh, all these things, peace through uh, fake things like, you know what, alcohol. The, the world offers uh, this fake peace uh, through drugs, uh, through sex, through pornography. Man, I remember going through to Thailand with my wife and, uh, man, they got some amazing, you know, fake stuff. <laughs> And I remember, you know what, um, looking and I saw, I saw these, you know, I'll be real with you. I saw these really cool looking men's underwear. <laughs> it had this really cool thing at the top, had the words and it was spelled Paul Smith. And uh, man, I was like, yeah, I got to get this, man. These, these are, you know, one of the kind. 
you know, oh man, these, these, these look good, you know, and, and I got them and my wife's like, you know, I bought 10 pairs and my wife's like, what are those? I was like, these are Paul Smiths. <laughs> these are Paul Smiths. And she, goes, she looked at it and she goes, um, it's spelled differently? <laughs> so it was a P-A-U-L and an S-M-I-H. <laughs> I got myself some Paul Smees. <laughs> and I want to tell you, you know what? The devil, come on. The devil will give you some counterfeit stuff. He'll rip you off. He'll give you the fake stuff and think, you know what? Hey, this will give you some peace. Hey, listen, you know what? Smoke this sort of stuff. It'll give you some peace for a while. Hey, do this. You know what? To escape what you're facing in reality. But listen, how many know that's not true? We then get ripped off. We get, you know what? Uh, uh, and you know what? We can't even function through life because we have no idea who we are and we have no idea who he is that offers us this genuine peace. And human nature is so interesting. They want to be liked. They want to be loved. They want to be popular. They want to fit into certain crowds. And what happens is they begin to create this image, but then they've lost who they really are. Young people do this a lot. I've done this when I was growing up. I had no idea who I was. I wanted to be this cool guy. I wanted to be the sporting guy. I wanted to be the, you know, the smart kid at school. I, mean, I had all these images up, and I lost who I was. People lose who they really are. Get this, you know, you created, you go from this life, you know, you're, you're, you've created this personality. And Jesus said to this, to his people of his day, they were called the Pharisees. They acted holy, they looked pristine, they, they looked like they had it all together. And Jesus says to them, you're filled with dead man's bones. Think about this tonight. Think about that for a minute. Filled with dead man's bones. Let's bring it to this generation. I want you to get this picture. You've tried to be this person. But then all of a sudden, you know what? You had enough of that, so you killed that personality. And what's left inside of you is dead man's bones. And so you move on and you try to go to a certain group. Uh, you try and uh, act a certain way. You've created this image, but then you go, oh, no, I can't do that anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm a fake. And so you kill that person, that image, and then you're left with dead man's bones. What are you hiding behind your makeup? What are you hiding behind those biceps? The image that you've created. Is your life filled with dead bones and so here it is David the psalmist says the Lord is my shepherd he understood number one who he was he was just a little sheep bye bye black sheep got a little bit of wool <laughs> and you know what he understood he's just a sheep and the Bible tells us in Isaiah 53 verse 6 all we like sheep have gone astray we have turned everyone to his own way and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all you see when we understand you know what we we are a sinner this is where it all begins 
And secondly, when we understand who he is and what he's done for us, Jesus Christ, the one who took our sin, our shame, your guilt, uh, your pain upon himself. Uh, you know what? How many know we received God's, you know, we should receive God's wrath. We deserved God's anger. We deserve punishment. We deserve hell. But through the grace of God, through Jesus Christ, amen, he took our sins. That we as sheep that have gone astray, listen, we can come back to the shepherd. And the Bible tells us in 1 John chapter 1 verse, uh, 1 verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, amen, if we confess our sins, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you've done. The Bible says so clearly, if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us from all our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He cleanses us, get this, from the dead bones that are in our lives. That our identity is now in Christ Jesus. For in him, the Bible says in Acts chapter 17, verse 28, in him do we live and move and have our being. Listen, when you've been forgiven, washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, this is where this restoration, transformation, this wholeness, contentment, peace begins. True peace begins at this beginning of salvation. When you become a new born again person, how many of you know what I'm talking about? When you first accepted Jesus Christ, something lifted off your shoulder. When you accepted Jesus in your life and he forgave you, there was a peace that came upon your life, in your mind. And knowing that we've been forgiven this peace or this assurance, uh, the fact that heaven is our home, hallelujah. Jesus says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. And so this is the disposition that allows us to function through life because we are sheep in need of a shepherd. David says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And then he goes on further and he says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. The good shepherd is with us. You are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me they give me peace listen we can have peace through this time that we're living in right now because we have a relationship with the good shepherd can you say amen god is the god of peace uh, he's the one uh, true king of kings that you know what we don't have to live in fear anymore we don't have to live in anxiety anymore we don't have to live uh, cast down just like we sang tonight defeated listen for we live by faith and not by sight i love it when paul says in philippians 4 verse 11 get this philippians 4 verse 11 through to 13 it says not that I speak in regard to need, for I've learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things I've learned both to be full and to be hungry. Get this, both to abound and suffer need. And this is where this famous verse comes in. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
This is powerful. I want you to get this picture because Paul writes what David confirms. David says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And Paul is saying, I've learned to be content in whatever state I am because of the fact that Christ strengthens me. And David says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. Get this, I want you to see this picture. He, he, he's saying, hey, I know what it's like to be on the mountain. Hey, I know what it's like to have success. Hey, I know what it's like to have money in the bank. I know what it's like to have you know, fuel in the car. Hey, I know what it's like to have toilet paper in the house. <laughs> Come on, I know what it's like to have much. And then they turn the picture and they say, hey, but I also know what it's like when I don't have much. Paul says, I've, I've learned to be both full and to be hungry, to abound and to suffer need, but yet I can do all things through Christ. And, and David is writing and says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because his rod and staff comfort me. In other words, David and Paul understood true peace comes from not their surroundings. But in Christ Jesus, in their Lord, in their shepherd. And I want to encourage you tonight. You can have peace in the shepherd who walks with you on the mountains and even in the valleys. Peace is available to you right now. Peace is available to you. You might be watching through live stream on Instagram and you're thinking, could I ever experience this peace? Yes, you can. Could I ever uh, be a new Christian? Yes, you can. Could I ever experience true joy? Yes, you can. And it's only found through the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the one who made the heavens and the earth, the one who formed you in your mother's womb and fearfully and, fun and wonderfully made you, cares about you so much, has the best, your best interests at heart, and he wants to give you peace. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Jesus says this, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Amen. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Very simple message. Peace through the pandemic. You're watching and you might need peace. It might not even be in relation to what's going on in the world. You might be going through a pandemic that's financial. You might be going through a pandemic that's physical, emotionally, spiritually. Things are going haywire in your life. But I want to ask you the question, do you know who you are?